Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. Had to throw that can uh, crack in there. Sounds good. To start out on. Welcome back to Stuck My Generation, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. When I cuss at you, what I'm really cussing at is me, because I'm, I'm having a frustrating evening. I didn't sleep very well last night. My kid's got the snots. Oh, that's not good. Well, it's because he won't keep his fucking hands out of his mouth, you know. Oh, yeah. He's always constantly putting his hands in his nose and then stick them in, in his mouth. Like, you know, that's... I tell him that's kind of fucking gross, dude, but he just <laughs> looks at me right. like I'm an idiot. It could so. be worse. I guess. Yeah. I guess it could. Yeah. But anyways, welcome back to Stuck My Generation, where earlier we went streaming and it said we were going to talk about the wine house. We're not going to talk about the wine house. That's nope. not, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. We're going to talk about the outcast. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hicks, what's your experience before tonight? With the cast of Out. I knew a few of the hits. You know, the Hey Yasa, the So Fresh and So Clean, Clean. Uh, Just a few of the hits, really. I didn't know too much about their stuff. I listened to Stankonia like it was going out of style back in, you know, whenever it was dropped. Do you remember when it was dropped? Was it 96? (sighs) Or was it 99? I can tell you really quick. Or or it might have been 2000, because I think Speaker Box The Love Below was 2006. 2000, Speaker Box The Love Below, per Wikipedia, was 2003. And you know, I I watched the Hey Ya video today, and I enjoyed it more than I ever have, because back then I was burnt out on the song, and I was like... yeah. But now I was like, oh, this is this is fun. Okay, I should yeah. have done that. That's a good idea. It was good. It, yeah. it was good. I it, should have done that. Andre 3000 is every character in the video. Is he? But yeah. everyone was a little different. They all had cool names like, you know, Percy Jackson or something. like. I don't even remember <laughs> what it was. Percy Jackson. It was a weird name on one of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got some I got some nostalgic feelings from that. And good. Like, Very cool. Good. So... Outcast. I listen to Stankonia. I listen to Speaker Box and The Love Below, but no, I didn't give it like a ton of attention. Okay, but I will say Stankonia. I rock that CD. I own that CD. Okay, and I rock the shit out of it. And Bombs Over Baghdad is one of oh, my yeah. all time favorite. About, yeah, rap how songs. could I forget about that? Yeah. What a jam! What a jam! Yeah. What a fucking jam! No shit. And and we'll get to it. But I mean, there's no other song that sounds like that. There's not. <laughs> yeah, I there's mean, not. it's it's original from what i know yeah i mean it's 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 just it's uh i don't even know how to explain it i've never heard anything with that much energy before oh no yeah as far as hip-hop goes like sure you know eminem has energy dmx has energy Mm -hmm. beastie boys have energy Mm -hmm. i've heard energy but like bombs over Baghdad, I'm oh it's like like, uh i want to fucking break dance i want to throw cardboard (laughs) down And then just fucking start spinning on my head, but unfortunately, (laughs) I'm fat and oblong, and I can't (laughs) do that. I think you could pull it off. I don't think I can. 40 years old, lots of gray in the beard. (laughs) Yeah. I had no idea there were six albums. I did not either. I thought there was like three. That's what I was going to guess. Maybe three albums. A.T. Aliens. Uh A.T. Aliens. Alien, AT aliens, AT aliens. Yeah, I'm not sure. We were trying to pronounce it. I I heard how it was pronounced, and now I've already fucked it up. But it that's was, all right. I think it was AT AL AT aliens. 
Okay. The L A T Aliens. Okay. Instead of Atlians. I think yeah. when we were talking about doing this episode, we were like, ooh, I've never heard Atlians. We got damn. I'll trade 3,000. It's all right. Hey, that's why we're here. We're here to learn. We're here to learn. And, yeah, uh, that's why I'm here. One of the uh, Eminem verses, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it's uh, I can't remember the exact song it's on, but Eminem names the greatest rappers of all time. He's like, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie. Yeah. Andre 3000, someone else, and then me. Like, he, he like, okay. lists them all. So he, in Eminem's opinion, Andre 3000 is one of the best of all time. Okay. I would agree. Okay. I would agree. Yeah. And after listening to that Big Boy album you sent me a few months back. Oh, that's good shit. That Big Boy's pretty goddamn good, too. That's good shit. I love that album. I do, too. Like, I am so glad you discovered that yeah. album because yeah. that is on my, that's on my rotation is like, I don't know what to listen to. Oh, put it all on chocolate. Gotta <laughs> yeah. put it all on chocolate. And that's an album that I go looking for. It's good shit. Yeah. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's mood music like Exile on Main Street we were talking about yesterday. Oh, yeah. No shit. Good mood music. Yeah, yeah. Good let, stuff. Let it be. I'd love to talk about it with you. Oh, we're going to get to that. good moods. <laughs> we're going to get to But my that. wife, I uh, hope you're watching, Heather, <laughs> won't fucking let me watch it without my father-in-law Oh, I can't wait, but I can't Which say. Which is fine. I love my father-in-law. I can't I can't say anything bad about your wife because she makes the best mac and cheese I ever had. She makes some good mac and cheese. Oh, it's good shit. I was wondering if you <laughs> ate it or if Ethan ate it. Well, we were kind of like two pit bulls fighting over it. Well, <laughs> listen, kinda... no, no, uh, no argument, no don't do that, but she's making you a pan. Oh, no shit. She's giving you the whole, and that shit's like four inches thick. Oh, no shit. It. It's like that. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's the best. Oh, it's fucking good. Good so shit. Thank good. you, Heather. She loves doing that. She it's like she, which we watch way too much baking show shit. Do you do you and Tilly watch any baking shit? Like the dessert stuff. Okay. We don't watch the baking. Or so the, we watch the we don't watch British the bake cooking. off, which is really good. Yeah. What dessert stuff? Do you remember any of the shows? We watch just like the holiday, and uh, be honest with you, I'm not paying too much attention because I really don't care too much about it. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like that during, was me during Halloween. You yeah. know, we're watching the Halloween shit, Christmas, we're watching the Christmas stuff. I understand that was me. Like Heather was watching Great British Bake Off and all this shit, and she's like, "Oh, watch this, watch this," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, they're making a goddamn cake." Have you seen the? Uh, God, what is that show? I, I saw something advertised that had to do with baking. I don't know if it was with chocolate or what, but these sculptures were out of this world. I bet I, I mean, have, because we're kind of hooked on this shit. I thought, what the hell? How can that be chocolate? I mean, it's like a grand piano or some shit like that. I mean, it's just unreal. Yeah. It's it's just crazy. But I what, I have I been, what, you're talking about. what I have been hooked on, and I'm embarrassed to admit it, we've been watching this shit out of... Uh, what is it with uh, Guy Fieri? The uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, he's so. I love that shit. He's so goofy. I love that shit. We've been watching the shit out of he's that. Like, That's goddamn good burger. Oh, <laughs> uh, we ate at his uh, restaurant yeah. in Orlando. Oh, that tastes like shit. The chicken guy. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> None of us liked uh. it. Because uh, he's still got that Sum 41 haircut going on. And he loves yellow cars, and I hate the color yellow. I hate yellow cars. But yeah. he's, a, he's a nice guy, too. Each their own. Yeah, he seems like, I mean, he seems pretty solid. I I, I, I enjoy diners, drive-ins, and diners. Yeah. We're going to talk about music, we swear. Yes, we are. But I got to say real quick. Say like, it. 
my wife was watching all that baking shit, and I was like, fuck my life. <laughs> but now, all of a sudden, for some reason... You've seen the light. I've seen the light. Okay. I started watching The Great British Bake Off, the newest season. All you Giuseppe fans, you know what I'm talking about. It's so good. <laughs> Is like, it? People, people in the UK or Britain or wherever the fuck... Sure. I'm fucking li- illiterate when it comes to I, other countries. I am. Yeah. Those people are so much nicer than we are. Yeah. They are so much kinder to each other and so much nicer to each other than we are. And I like it's like a have you watched Ted Lasso? I know of it, haven't watched it. Some fucking good shit. Okay. I Ted Lasso Somebody like, else told me that. You're the second person told me so that. good. Yeah. So so good. Pro it's my favorite show right now. Like it's it's that good. I, I watched it just to see what all the hype was about, and I'm like, God damn, by like four episode four or five, I was like, This is the best written shit. Okay. Like it's so good. But Good. same thing with the Great British Bake Off. Like here lately, as I'm getting older and grouchier, and get the fuck off, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like I want everybody to get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. Watching other people have feel good moments makes me feel good. Huh. So the Great British Baking shit like fills my heart with joy, whereas Americans piss me off. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm visualizing this baking show like them helping each other. Yes, man. And, yeah. and stuff like that. And then you watch helping... an American one, and you're like, can I have some of your apricots? You're like, fuck, no, you can't have them my apricots. Hell, Q! Like, what the uh, fuck, people? But, but yeah, it's, no, it, it's good shit. Like, people over there are just nicer. Yeah. And then I watch shows from Australia and fucking everywhere else, and they're much nicer. You watch a show about North <laughs> Korea, Kim Jong-un, he's a hell of a lot nicer than we are. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. So anyways, yeah, that's that's that. I'm going to have to check that out. It's it's. I mean, it's it's good for when you don't want to think about anything. Yeah. When you've been listening to Out, Outcast for <laughs> seven days, and you want to just listen to something or watch something where you don't have to think about anything, Great British Bake Off. You don't have to think about shit. I like that. Get a little bit inebriated. Watch that. You're in heaven. Good. You're just watching them make good food that you wish you could taste. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, outcast. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I hate that they quit making music. Yeah. Because I, I loved Stankonia. I loved it. Yeah. But let's pull up some notes and see if Stankonia passes the test as uh, their best all-time album easily. Or was there something that was comparable? Sure. On Ranker, apparently, AT Aliens. AT Aliens. Fuck. That's okay. That's a top. Apparently, that's one of the hip-hop community's top albums ever is that one. No shit. Yeah. And I I can tell by the way you said no shit that we're going to have some uh, (laughs) similar similar opinions here. But let's start out. Hopefully, some of you at home. We announced that we were listening to Outcast, so hopefully a lot of you at home decided to also listen to Outcast with us. If you haven't done that before, give it a shot. Sure. Fun. Uh, but the first album, all one word, mind you, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. That's the name of album number one. I didn't know this shit existed. I didn't either. 1994. 94. Do you know how old they were? When this yeah, album came out? I had out? no idea. 19. 19. They were 19. Per so Wicca. Kurt Cobain dies, and then these guys are like Southern Cadillac. <laughs> per Wikipedia. That's probably correct. They were 19 years they old. They look 19 on the cover. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Andre 3000, by the way, loves his pussy. <laughs> Just got to throw that out there real yeah. quick. If you want to listen to some sexual shit, Andre 3000 <laughs> is the way to go. It's ACDC in hip-hop form. Shook me all night long. Hey, uh, mm. That's Andre 3000. I've discovered he's my spirit animal. <laughs> I, I didn't grade intros. I did not grade all of those intros there, there were go. so many of them fucking shit ton. <laughs> there were especially on the not. last few albums it was like song song intro <laughs> song song intro interlude interlude yeah like, fucking just name it what it okay. yeah i don't know i just i saw an interlude and i just went all right all right all right all right all you know right, who can right, pull that right. shit off not outcast tool tool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but anyways we Bye. should just start a podcast <laughs> Stuck, stuck in my tool or something like that. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. What would you think of this album? Well, I fucking like it. I, I didn't. I'll just I'll throw that out there now. I didn't like it. Uh, Peaches, the intro. Mm-hmm. Not worth talking about because it's an intro. My intro to let you know, I scored this a three. No shit. I did. I okay. like I like this song because immediately you can hear the talent. You can kind of hear what could be the future. The rap itself was very good. Mm-hmm. The music, on the other hand, and the beats mm-hmm. were not quite as good. But I gave it a three okay. because I thought the rap, like the bars... 40-year-old white guy, mind you. Sure. So when I start throwing out some of this lingo, feel free to be like, he don't know what he's talking about because I don't. But the bars on this song I thought were really good. And I was like, okay, I can see. I like. I got a little glimmer of hope. I was like, I can already hear the talent of Outkast. Mm-hmm. Maybe everything's going to be good. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. But this song I thought was really good. The music held it back from achieving a four or five grade but it was a three for me. Okay. And when you say three to our listeners, it's a three out of five. Three out of five. Five being, I can't live without this shit. Right on. Okay. So a three was, uh, I think a three was in the range of like, this is vital to the album and sure, an important sure. song. Yeah. And I, and I felt that. I yeah. felt that. Good. Good for you. I gave this album an overall score of 1.41. My overall <clears throat> score is a 1.25. The okay. song. The song was oh, a three. I'm sorry. I jumped was way ahead. That's okay. I'm with you now. The second track. That, the first official track. I'm with was you a now. Three. My bad, because I thought you were rating this overall nah. as a three. Just track two. Okay. I'm sorry for jumping ahead. You're good. Yeah. Uh I gave the second track the second track as in my intro to let you know. Right on. I gave it a two. Two, three, close to the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry for jumping ahead. No, that's fine. Track three. I fucked up. (laughs) Well, you know, we drank Fireball before the show (laughs) Yes, we did. Track three ain't no thing. Yep. I gave it a one. One. Because the chicken wing thing annoys the fuck out of me. Ain't no thing like a chicken. What was it? Ain't no thing like a chicken wing or something like that. I'm like, it just wasn't very. Uh, I don't like this. Yeah, it's annoying. It's cliche. It's stupid. I didn't didn't dig it. I still can't believe I jumped away. That's okay. But but that that first song getting a three and then the next song getting a one. I was like, shit. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Atlanta. I think was in it. Was that an interlude? Yes. Didn't score it. Title track. 
uh, Southern playlistic Cadillac music. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it a two. Two. There's a lot of R and B mix in there. I will throw this out there now. I hate R and B. Sure. I love hip hop. Hate R and B. Like you put on some Tony Braxton, I'm fucking out. <laughs> yeah. Boys to men, see you later. Not yeah. my thing. Black Street gone <laughs> man skilo i'm all in skilo <laughs> yeah there's probably some r&b there's probably a few hidden gems in there i'm, I'm sure yeah say. definitely because uh destiny's child i think is rather good i yeah. hear a destiny's child song and i start jumping jumping yeah <laughs> you know a tlc Scrubs. You know, Scrubs, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, that's there's, some good shit. There's probably some artists that I get confused. I'm not sure to call it R&B or not. Yeah. So I, there probably are R&B, and I never thought of them as R&B. If it ain't probably, rap, it's R&B. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. You know, I like Usher, no, I'm good. I'm good. Good, no thanks. Yeah. You know, and anything in that, in that veil... I'm probably 90% out, 10% in. There's mm-hmm. probably 10%. Yeah. Sierra comes to mind. Yeah. Sierra is very R&B. I like that shit. Sierra makes me feel all good inside. But then you put on Key Sweat, and again, I'm out. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out. Key Sweat. Fucking out. Can't yeah. do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Of all the last names he could have picked out, Keith he just Sweat. <laughs> Sexual, man. Sexual. I guess. Call of the Wild. Two. I gave it a three. I, I like the jam because, again, mm-hmm. the bars, the rhymes were really good. The mm-hmm. music was just kind of... What I found on this album was the music was lacking. The bars were there for the most part. But, again, there's a lot of R&B mixed in all this shit. Uh, Player's Ball made me think of Dave Chappelle, the player Hater Ball. Mm-hmm. Instantly, it was my first thought. I gave this a two because it was very 90s. Sure. 90, and spoiler here, 90s rap, 90s R&B, not a fan. Okay. Not really a fan. Like yeah. You and me both, uh, well, you you claim to be a Biggie fan. I well, wasn't sure. I claim to be a Tupac fan. You wasn't sure. Yeah. And I think upon further review for both of us, yeah. 90s rap just didn't do it for me that much. I discovered about myself, I'm more of a fan of Biggie Live. And Biggie Freestyle. And Biggie Freestyle was right. fucking awesome. Right. It was just so good. So good. But the albums... Oh, you and I did a quick review on the Biggie albums. I went through two albums, and I thought... This stuff is so bad. I don't like this, but wasn't I great. love the the live stuff. So was it wasn't great for sure. Yeah. But, so we've got players ball claiming true. I gave it a two. Nineties with an R and B beat, and I can't get on board with any R and B shit from the nineties. I just can't do it. Can't really say why. I just can't. I understand that. What do you give uh, claiming true? One. A one. I mean, that's, that's kind of deserved to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Club Donkey Ass. I only mention that because it's a fun name for an intro. Yeah. Club Donkey Ass. Funky Ride. I have a zero and I put, I hate shit (laughs) like this. I gave it a one. Zeros are a thing. Sure they are. You can totally give someone a fucking flunk. Big zero. Don't even like. One digging it. Track 11. Wouldn't you know it? There's an interlude. Sure. Track 12. Get up. Get out. 
What'd you give it? Two. Zero. Did you? Yeah. Zero. I just put no. No. Okay. Just no. Yeah. Can't do it. Guess what's after that? An interlude. An interlude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's about time. Just, I mean, it's been a while since we been had a while. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Stain than oh my to this gosh. album. That's bad. That's really bad. That's bad. Crumb. Did you know if you look up It's Been a While on GIF search engines, mm-hmm. it, it picks up a GIF where someone's like doing this and, sa- and it says it's been a while, but it's actually Scott. What's that motherfucker's name from Creed? Scott Stapp? Oh, yeah. It's him, but it's like, it's been a while. And I'm like, that's so fitting because they're all the same. They're all the same. They're all the same. No shit. Crumbling Herb. What'd you give Crumbling Herb? I gave this a two. I gave it a zero. Did you? I put, God, no, I hate this fucking album. Yeah. Like, there, there's a few tracks that I was digging, but... I did give up. Sorry I, to Outcast fans, early Outcast fans. I, I just couldn't... I wasn't feeling this. What about who? who, who? I've uh, got a talking point on this after we, tell, after we tell our scores. Okay, I gave Hootie Who a two, and I would like to say, at this point, I started to see just a little bit of growth. I recognize okay. just a tiny little bit. I gave Hootie Who a big old fucking zero <laughs> <Did> again <you? laughs> because it annoys me. Hootie Who! <laughs> yeah. And two, I want to know who started Hootie Who. If there's anyone watching that knows, sure. in my eyes, Hootie Who was a, uh, oh, fuck. What the fuck? No Limit Soldier thing. It was a Master Fucking P. Master P. It was a Master P thing. Oh, shit. I forgot Master about Master P. Master P said Hootie Who. Master P had a gold toilet. He did. I don't know <laughs> if Master P and his gold toilet came up with Hootie Who and that was their thing or no if it was Outcast thing. I don't know because Master P is older than these guys. Sure. And Master P was always like, Hootie Who! Yes, he was. But maybe Hootie Who is just an Atlanta or Southern sure. thing. Sure. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Either way, it annoyed the fuck out of me. I gave it a big <laughs> yeah. old fat fucking zero. What about Deep? Deep, I gave it a two. First song with a score in like seven tracks. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a two, and I put, I hear the future, but the present is just okay. I gave it a one. Okay. Players ball reprise. Zero. Zero! <laughs> I gave it a zero. Absolutely. Yeah. 1.25 overall for me. I didn't care for this album at all. I think there's a reason that you hear about AT aliens yeah. and not Southern Cadillac shit, mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't want to read it again. I wasn't trying sure. to be disrespectful, but oh, I yeah. think there's a reason the jump off starts with AT aliens instead of this album. Cause this album was like, you get a feel for what's coming, sure, but you don't get, you know, it's like a sample at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want to try this free sample <laughs> of a hot pocket and you're like, shit's good. And then you try a full sample, you're like, shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with that album. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry for jumping ahead so far. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't think it matters. With Overall score, 1.4. I'll never go looking for anything on this album ever again. Agreed. And I've been listening to some other artists, and I kind of classify music as, does this album make my life better? Yes or no. Big no. Does this album make my life better? No. Hell no. Don't ever want to see it again. No, honestly. I'm good. I'm good. I will be good if, if this album just gets wiped from all streaming. Sure, yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. AT Aliens. 1996. 
96. I was a sophomore maybe in high school or a freshman, one or the other. I okay. can't remember exactly, but I was not feeling the hip-hop at this age, so yeah. of course I did not listen to this album. I was still walking up to people and saying, I'm contagious. <laughs> Here we are now. <laughs> AT Elliots. What comes first? An intro. An intro. You may die. <sighs> yes, I might. I might. Two Dope Boys, track two. Man. What'd you give it? I gave this track a score of two, and I thought that Big Boy was trying to squeeze too much in lyrically in a short amount of time um i thought andre 3000's flow was good yep. on this but I, I gave it a two you know it was okay what'd you give it i gave it a three okay thought That's, it was a good opening good yeah. bars i think after the first album i was craving yeah some, some bars you know some rhymes and and i got it is it raining it's raining well, fuck rain yeah no shit i can't Stand right. <laughs> track three, AT Aliens. We should do track. Missy Elliott. We could do that. We could do that sometime. We That's a that. good one. She's pretty good. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. I gave AT Aliens a three. Would be higher if not for put your hands in the air. Yeah. They kept saying put your hands in the air. I don't like that cliche 90s rap thing. So I gave it a three instead of a four. Without that, might have been a four because it was sounding pretty good to me at the time. I give this track a two. Uh, I thought Big Boy had pretty decent flow on this. Uh, the lyrics, get your fucking shine box, which was, I'm assuming, from the movie Goodfellas, which is one of my favorite all-time movies. I need to watch movies. that. Me and Heather just talked about how we need to watch that. Again. I've watched it a hundred times. My wife gets so sick of it. And I just, shut up. I love that movie. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's good. Shut up watch bacon shit. <laughs> yeah. So I gave it a two. Uh Wheels of Steel, what did you give that? Track four. I thought of the Rolling Stones initially. I did too. Steel uh, Wheels. Gave it a three. Uh, I was digging it. I gave it a three. This was the first track that actually my head was bobbing. I yeah. was moving just a little bit. Yeah. I thought, okay, here we go. We're gaining some momentum here. Gaining some steel. Jazzy Bell, track five. What'd you give it? Two. I gave it a three. I did was you? digging that too. And uh, Andre 3000 on that song I thought was pretty good. Pretty golden. Good. So I was digging that one. Six, Elevators. Two. I gave it a one. Did you? I thought it was slow and methodically annoying is my note. Okay. Uh, seven, Over the Woods. Over the Woods. One. Gave it a two. Did Something you? about it is not great, but it wasn't terrible either. Yeah. Track eight, Babylon. One. I gave it a one. R&B Gross was my notes. Okay. Nine, Wallen. One. Gave it a two. Simple and okay. Okay. Track 10, Mainstream. I bumped this one up to a two. I got it as a one. <laughs> Uninspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Decatur Psalm. One. One. Millennium. One. Two. I was like, but it's starting to, this is better, but it's starting to sound too samey. This album was getting samey really sure. quick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, E.T track one. 13 give this track a one give it a one as well dragging on at this point mm -hmm. track 14 13th floor slash growing old one two r&b takes it down a notch i almost gave it a three but there was r&b in there okay what was the boys to men song 
<laughs> what was that song where they're standing out in the desert <laughs> with their fucking white shirts open? <laughs> oh, God. oh, shit. That's all I can think of when I hear R&B is boys to men with their white button-up shirts wide open with their arms in the air Didn't like they this. have something about, baby, you? Uh, I remember one song. That, I remember the word Philly in it, but that wasn't the song. Tell me to. I'll make love to you <laughs> like you want me to. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever remember. viewers we got left are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I want to hear is Barker telling me I'll make love to you in a fucking $7 Walmart Faded Glory hooded zip up and a backwards Puma hat. Please don't. James Ward says, what's up? What's up, buddy? Outcast is up. R&B is down. <laughs> That's right. Next song elevators 86 mix i had not any better than the first elevator song i gave it a one i gave this track one overall score of 1.64 1.85 okay so we're we're starting to creep up going in the right direction yeah 1.85 i thought the first five tracks were strong Mm -hmm. and then it fell apart after that for me equimini I initially skipped right over this album and went to Stankonia, not on purpose. Sure. I just thought that was what was next. Okay. And after I had knocked out Stankonia and Speaker Box of Love Below, I was I was scrolling through and I scrolled down too far on access. I was like, fuck, there's an album I missed. Equipment. I had I, I barely remembered that that was an album. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know about this. Well, I knew about some of the I knew about one of the tracks on this album, but I didn't know. About As did I. Yeah. Track one, Hold On, Be Strong. I gave this a two. It's an intro, but it was a musical intro, so I gave it a two. I didn't pay much attention to this track. I probably should have. Return of the G. I gave this a two. I gave it a two as well. I thought yeah. it was okay. Rosa Parks. Four. Four. <laughs> that's good shit. Four. It's good shit. Yep. I put that's where it's at. And I forgot all about this song. Yeah. I forgot it existed, but I knew when I heard it, I was like, I know this. Yeah. It's a good song. And and there's no other song that I know that sounds like this. There no. might be something out there buried somewhere, but I'm not aware of it. No. I mean, and, and this is the moment where you're like, okay, Outcast is, uh, they are different. Yeah. You know, they're different from anything else we have heard hip hop wise. Sure. And, and Rosa Parks was like the introduction officially. Sure. Like, this is some shit you will remember right the here. The wall has been knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. wall has been knocked down. Yeah. Skew it on the Barbie. Kind of had my head bobbing a little bit. I was still high from the Rosa Parks track. I yep. gave this a three. I gave it a three as well. Good. Same reasoning. I, I And I said this is solid and fast. Mm-hmm. The speed continued. Like it didn't slow down to R&B shit. Sure. I was appreciative of that. Equimini. Gave it a three. No, I'm sorry. I gave this a two. I gave it a two as as well. Thought it was a little boring. Yeah, yeah. Synthesizer. Two. Also gave it a two. Tell me why you gave it a two while I try to erase these hiccups with a beer. Because I didn't really fucking like it. <laughs> I don't remember too I might much have about this. the hiccups for me. I don't remember too much about it. Yeah. I'd I, have to hear I it just, again. I put it was boring. Yeah. So I don't remember shit about it at this point because I was bored to tears while I was listening to it. So there's that. Uh, synthesizer. Two. Two as well. The yeah. beat is samey. 
It just it's just not it's just not that great. It's just very normal. You know, I don't remember at what point my uh my sister was a big fan of Prince. Uh so there was a lot of Prince played in my household when I was young. Some of this stuff, I don't remember at what point. It probably wasn't this album, but I heard some Prince influence. Huh. You know, just There's kind of definitely the, some in throughout the discography. Yeah, I don't Andre think it was thousands of fan. I just just the more of the beats probably more than the vocal aspect of it, but right. I don't know. I don't think it was at this point yet. Yeah. I don't even know why I brought that up. But. I was listening. I don't remember what it was, but I was listening to yet another Dave Grohl story, uh-huh. and he was talking about the time where uh, God, I can't, I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on a tangent for about three no, minutes do here. It. First of all, he was at maybe an induction, maybe a Hall of Fame induction, or some kind of benefit, or <laughs> some kind of shit like that. And I guess he was like playing drums with Prince. Okay. And I guess they had themselves a little jam session, and he said, "I've that, heard that." He said, "Prince was the best fucking bassist he's ever seen in his life." Yeah. He's like, and he's probably that way on every single instrument because he's a fucking. Genius. Oh yeah, he's a one man show, one man yeah. band. Yeah. And then I was listening while I was cleaning this studio up a little bit earlier today. I was listening to Dave Grohl's book on audio book, sure. and apparently when he was in the band scream playing drums punk band scream they were in a different country and it just so happened that the place they played the night before the next day iggy pop was playing okay and iggy pop sent somebody out to their van in the alley and knocked on the window and like they rolled the window down a little bit and somebody said who's the drummer and yeah. Dave Grohl's like, oh, fuck, what did I do? And, like, after thinking over his options, he's like, I'm the drummer. He's like, you want to jam with Iggy Pop? And he's like, fuck, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he's, in a, you know, he's, like, 1920. Yeah. And he goes and jams with Iggy Pop. And Iggy Pop's like, do you know my music? He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I learned to play music on pillows to your music. Yes, nice. I know your songs and played and then Iggy Pop was like, all right, I'll see you here tonight. And he's like, what? He's like, <laughs> yeah. I need a drummer for tonight. And he's like, it's just you and me. He's like, well, do you need a bassist? He's like, do you got one? So he goes out to the van, to his band, you know, scream, like, tells the bassist, like, dude, we need you. We We're going to play do with this. Iggy Pop tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Grohl's got so many good fucking stories. Oh, yeah, no shit. So many good stories. How do you fucking, how do you leave high school? Like, your mom lets you leave high school, like, I know you don't like school. Well, wasn't she a go teacher? Do you need to do. Yes. And she's like, get out of here. Yes. Go do what you want to do. I can see that your heart's not in it. Go fucking play in your punk band. Yeah. What a mom. No shit. And like, how do you go from that to, oh, I just happened to play with Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah. I just happened to play with, you know, my, my punk rock heroes. Oh, Tom Petty asked me to be his drummer. Yeah. You know, like, fuck, man. I just crazy. ran into little Richard, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. Know, just always all this. Yeah. Just all the stories. Yeah. I got on That's... a little Richard tangent the other day, too. I watched a bunch of videos. Like, I guess in his dying days, he denounced his, that he wasn't gay and was like speaking at churches. And I was like, That's so he was, su- he was such an interesting cat. 
Yeah, I should know more. I I should too. About a month ago, I listened to his very first album just because, you know, I've heard people say that he created rock and roll. A lot of people credit him with that. So, so. I jumped into his first album and kind of listened to it. And then, Tutti Yeah, <laughs> kind of hopped over. He was definitely uh, one of a kind. Oh, sure. God, yeah. Man, I, like, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out if he was intentionally being that eccentric or if Oh, my he was, God. Because he was just like. He knocked down a wall. I mean, with oh his, yeah, I'd like to know who else was popular during that time. I have an idea, but just enough. Jimi Hendrix was his guitar player before Jimi Hendrix was Jimi no Hendrix. No shit. Yeah, I knew Jimi Hendrix played guitar for somebody, kind of like in a backup yeah. band or something. But no shit, I, I can't remember the exacts. But like his whole band there for a while was like nothing but, um. All Stars, Little Richard's Band. See if we'll get back on this. Uh, we'll get back on this, but yeah, I swear to right. God, it was like I don't even remember. There were so many people. Is uh, Billy Preston the organist part of Little Richard's Band? Was he? I think there was a lot, man. He was like I was watching the interview. And he was just reeling off names like Hendrix was his guitar player <laughs> and like Mick Jagger was his something. Like, I don't even yeah. know. It was, it was nuts, whatever it was, but we'll have to figure that out. It was a bunch of crazy stuff. It was like everybody named. I was like, no shit. What? Really? Anyways, back to Outcast. No, that's all right. I'd like to. I'd like to say something just really quick. Speaking of Little want. Richard, if you ever get around to watching the Let It Be documentary, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. But Billy Preston, who played the organ yeah. on a lot of the Let It Be tracks, fuck. It's just so good. I can't. I can't wait to watch it in July. I really can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch it. With oh my wife man, in I want July. you. I'm ready for you to watch it now. I just yeah, want to talk I about it so bad. Wish I could, Heather. If you're watching, fucking shit, come on. But anyways, I don't want to say anything else about that. But. Track seven, slump. <laughs> slump two, two, just kind of samey. West Savannah, track eight, two, two, same as above. The Art of Storytelling. Two. Two for me, two. Same as above. Part two. I gave this a three for some reason. I gave it a two. Did you? Yeah. You gave it a two. Mamacita. Three. One. Boring as fuck. Yeah. Spotty, oddy, dopalicious. <laughs> same, same, same. I, did I score that? Was that an intro or was that a song? It was a song. I think I get, I'll, I'll call that a... Had the horns in the background. Yeah, I really like this track. Okay, I gave this a four. Nice. I really. Hey, they need a four in there. Enjoyed somewhere. this track a lot. All right. Yeah, I I actually put this song on a playlist. I'll that's go. Cool. I'll go back to this song. That that's cool. Yep. Y'all scared? Two. Two. Interlude. Liberation. Three. One. I was bored. <laughs> yeah chonky fire what a name chonky chonky fire chonky fire man i probably shouldn't have given these two tracks these last two tracks threes because i don't remember them i, I probably scored them too high three doesn't have to be memorable so i kind of understand that yeah a bit. 
I gave I gave it a one. Uh, the guitar, I but I put as the final track here. The the guitar kind of tells you what's coming. Yeah, there's there's a you know some guitar in this that sounds like what is getting ready to hit your ear holes. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of excited after hearing. It. I didn't like the song, but I was like that guitar. We're leading into Stankonia here, but final score for Equimini a two. Still trending in the right direction. Sure, I put it was very average, but it wasn't awful. But it was very average. Sure, I gave this album a uh, overall score of two point six, and those last two tracks I probably graded too high because I don't recall they didn't stick with me. Well, so. you know, grading in the moment, yeah, is what it is. Yeah, but now we finally get on to familiar territory. Sure, early on, Outcast, nothing overly impressive to me i think there's a reason the true breakout didn't happen till this album sure i mean sometimes you got to follow those lines yeah like outcast was not a major thing before stankonia sure why is that i'm getting ready to find out sure stankonia first a- track intro intro and, and what a, i really like this album artwork I do too. I just like it. I don't know why. I like it too. Yeah. They, they were all about the thin white line before the thin blue and red line. <laughs> they were yeah. like black, white flag. Yeah. But no cops, no firefighters. I was like, all right. Yeah. All right. I like this artwork. Little I don't did know they why. know in 2020, it'd be like, <laughs> thin blue line on my, look at my sticker on it. Thin blue, <laughs> thin red line. Thin. The fuck? I work uh, in banking. What color line do I get? I don't know. Green. I, I want a line. You get green. All right. <laughs> Second track, Gasoline Dreams. Three. Four. Yeah. Amped up. Yeah. Amped me up. Like, I heard this track, and I was like, this is the outcast I know. Mm -hmm. Fucking ramped up. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, keep saying all right. You do that whole song, (laughs) and I'm in. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, There's more instruments added to this. Mm -hmm. Like I said, that last track on the last album kind of carried over. They added a lot more flair to this album, and I heard it immediately. And then you get a fucking interlude the very next track because that's what they do. They're like, we'll give you an intro and yeah. a song and an interlude and a song and an interlude <laughs> yeah. and a prequel and then a it's fucking like, sequel. And then we got to take a break, fellas. Fuck. Yeah. Track four, so fresh and so clean. I gave this a four. I gave it a four, too. It's a classic. Did you? Yeah. It's a classic. It's, I it's, mean, nobody makes music like this. Exactly. Nobody made it. Just is Outcast. Outcast sure. made music like this. Track five, Miss Jackson. Four. It's a four. It's yeah. another classic because I'd never heard anything like this before until this track. Yeah. How did they do this? Honestly, <laughs> like so fresh and so clean, and Miss Jackson in the first five tracks, and there's still more to come. And I'm still like, man, two classics in the first sure. five tracks. Sure. That's impressive. Yep. Track six, snapping and trapping with Killer Mike. <laughs> Killer Mike's some. Killer Mike's good. Killer Mike's good. I gave this. I gave this track a three. I gave it a two. Did I, you? I, I thought it was weird and it didn't really fit. Sure. So I didn't love it. But then we got an interlude. Thank yep. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight spaghetti junction. For some reason, I gave this track a three. Gave it a two. Yeah, I put. I forgot there is some weak tracks on this album, so I think I gave that a two. Uh, Kim and Cookie, I put not a song, but it was fun. Yeah. Track ten, 
I'll call before I come. <laughs> I gave this, for some reason, I gave this a three. I gave it a three because it was yeah. fun. Yeah. I'll call before I come. <laughs> yeah. He said come a lot. <laughs> is he in did. These tracks. Andre yeah. 3000 is my spirit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, track 11, Bob. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> this song to me, I give this a five. It's a five. I it's the first five out of all the out. It's a fat. After it's this. a fat finger five. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my all time favorite tracks. Period. Oh, it's like good. any artist, any genre. This is one of my all time favorite tracks. Bombs over Baghdad. It's a crazy song, man. It's, it's crazy as shit. Yep. So good. I think they took a chance and it paid off. Oh man, paid off big time. Uh-huh. And again. To me, that's a classic, and there's three classics in the first 11 tracks of this album. Yeah. That's a good ratio. That's very good. In my opinion. Track 12, Explosion. With Be Real. With Be Real from Cypress Hill. I gave this a three. I, I gave it why. a four. I thought it was a banger. Did you? Yeah. I should go back and revisit it. I dug it. Then we got an interlude. We won't yeah. revisit those. No. Track 14, <laughs> We Love These Hoes. <laughs> Three. I gave it a four. I Did love you? this jam, and I put ha ha ha. We love these hoes. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha ha ha. We love these hoes. Love that song. Humble mumble. I gave this track a four. I gave it a four as well. Funky and fun. Yep. Track sixteen is a fucking interlude. Track seventeen question mark. I give this a three. Gave it a three as well. I thought it was a fun minute and thirty seconds. Track eighteen red velvet. Three. Gave it a three as well. Fun and weird. Part of Out- Outcast's appeal is fun and weird. Sure. So it worked out for me. 19's an interlude, and then mm-hmm. track 20 is gangsta shit. I give this a four. Gave it a four as well. I liked Funky it. Funky as fuck. I think so, too. Loved it. Yep. Toilet Tisha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is actually where I, my notes say this is where I'm starting to hear a little bit of the Prince sound. That's which true. Which isn't yeah. a bad thing. No. Yeah, I give this a three. Give it a two. Yeah. Uh, I, I just put it should have stopped at 20 tracks. Yeah, that's a good point. Interlude, and then track 24, Stankonia. I gave it a track. three. I gave it a two. Did you? I put it was kind of a sad way to end. I barely remember the first four, or the last four tracks of this album, apparently, for a reason. So, overall score, Hicks. 3.26. 3.25. No shit. No shit. Wow, that's cool. 3.25. Uh, one of my favorite rap albums probably of all time. There's some weak spots in there, but man, when you put that many classics and bangers in an album, like it's just elevated. I, I, could, sure. I could take half. That's something, too. There's so many tracks on these albums. Mm-hmm. Like If you just give me half of those, a 10-track fucking cd you hand it to me and i listen to the top 10 tracks i'm like this oh, is fucking all-time great sure yeah there's just so much filler there is but yeah. the great shit is great no doubt about it i'm gonna grab a beer sure while you tell me and them what your experience is if any with the speaker box love below man i knew uh uh i'm good but yeah fuck it give me a beer yeah uh speaker box the love below from the year 2003 they took a three-year break after stankonia um i knew about heya and that's about it really i didn't know much beyond that uh this was uh was this a double album it was a double thank you 
Yeah, a lot of tracks on this one. Um, a shit ton of tracks. It was basically the speaker box part of the album was basically Big Boy, and the Love Below CD was basically Andre 3000. So it was basically like Big Boy's like, I get the first CD, all the beats, all the rhymes, you can jump in here and there. Second CD's all yours. So it's kind of like a split album. I'm such a dumbass for letting that get by me. I didn't even really... I only know because I ha- I owned this album as well. Okay. But I did not listen to it like I did Stankonia. So I remembered a lot less from this than I did, you know, Stankonia. Okay. okay. But that being said, first track, intro, it had music. <sighs> and I thought it was good music and tone setting music. So I gave the intro a three. Mm-hmm. Track two was Ghetto Music. I gave this a three. Gave it a four. Thought it was a banger. Okay. Track three, Unhappy. Three. I gave it a three. I dug it. Yeah. Track four, Bowtie. Three. Gave it a three as well. A lot of cool sounds. Don't love it, but it was hard to hate it. Track five, I like the way you move. I didn't have this highlighted, but of course, everybody's heard this song before. Right. Man, I like this track. I like it too. It's I smooth. It, I, I gave it a four. I gave it a four. I thought it was a banger. I did too. Like, I, I like Sleepy Brown. Like the guy that's in it that does it. Ooh. Okay. Sleepy Brown. Sleepy Brown. What Sleepy a cool Brown. name. Cool ass fucking name. Yeah. Track six. These guys <laughs> thought they were Alice in Chains for a minute with a song called The Rooster. The Rooster. I gave this a yeah. three. He called it. I gave it a four. I thought the flow was really fun, and I dug the trumpet. Uh, it was close to a five for me. I dug the rooster a lot, but I gave Good. it a four. Good. Track seven, Bust. Back with Killer Mike. Back with Killer Mike. I gave this a four. You gave it a three. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I, It got hardcore halfway through, mm-hmm. and I considered a four. But overall, I was like, no, I'm going to keep it at a three. Half song's banger. Half song was just good. I'm going to keep it at three. <laughs> Track eight, War. I gave this a three. I gave it a two. Track three or nine, Church. I don't know why I scored this the way I did because it's not I, it's not standing out to me. I don't remember it. For I don't some remember reason, it either, but I gave it a three. I gave it a four, but I don't know why. I thought it was fun. It was I must fun have been in the, in the moment. I need to go back and revisit that. I'd almost play it, but uh, track ten's an interlude. Track eleven. Tomb of the Boom. I gave it a two. I thought it was kind of boring. I gave it a three. Interlude. Track 13, Knowing. I gave it a three. I gave this track a four. I really enjoyed it. I moved my head to it. Yeah. So it was definitely at least three worthy. Flip, Flop, Rock with Jay-Z and Killer Mike. No shit. Yep. I gave this a three. I gave it a four. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was solid as hell. Track 15's an interlude. Track 16 is Reset. I gave Reset a two. Gave it a one. I Did said, you? no thanks, CeeLo. Get the fuck out of my ear holes. <laughs> and I like CeeLo in Danger Mouse, <laughs> yeah. but I don't like CeeLo in anything other than not Danger. Is it Danger Mouse? I don't know. What the fuck was his his group with? Gnarls Barkley. Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I liked Gnarls Barkley. I did too, yeah. I dug that. Well, I knew whatever. I I heard like two songs yeah. of theirs and I enjoyed those. But everything else, CeeLo, besides Gnarls Barkley, I'm like, yeah. fuck, stop. Just yeah. stop. Yeah. Uh, interlude, then Last Call. I give Last Call a three. Gave it a three, too. You know why? Yeah! Little John's <laughs> in that one. Okay! <laughs> yeah. Interlude, 
And then Love Below intro. This is where Andre 3000 starts making love to your ear holes. <laughs> yeah. A, I gave that a three because it was setting the tone of love. I didn't grade this track. I don't oh, know why. Setting, I don't know if he I He was setting the tone of, of <laughs> I want to be on you. I want to make you come up. Come up, come up. Love Hater, track 21. I gave it a two because it was weird as fuck. I gave this a two. It was a weird fucking it CD. Was. This, I'm going to call it a CD because I had the double CD, but this sure. is a weird fucking CD. Sure. Uh, love Hater. Then we got God. I gave God a three because the guitar was beautiful and Andre was so romantic. Yeah, I didn't grade this one for some reason. Maybe I thought it was an intro. I don't know. No, it's it's a pretty solid song. Okay, I need to go back and revisit that. Some good acoustic guitar. I didn't do good with that track. Happy Valentine's Day. I said this is 100% Prince. Yes, it was. Uh, I gave this track a two. I gave it a four. Did you? Because it was, I put Andre 3000 is my spirit animal. He made me happy because he was talking about fucking. He was like, <laughs> yeah. happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes, he was. I'm going to put my finger. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fucking, I'm feeling you, Andre 3000. Yeah. Like, he's so, this, yeah. this is, you know, this album was just so damn sexual. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like that, you know, like you throw on some Marvin Gaye and I'm going to have a damn good <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. That's how I felt about most of this album. Uh, then we've got spread. <laughs> yeah, I gave this a two. I gave it a three. Did you? I, I enjoy everything Andre does. And he just kept saying spread for me. <laughs> and I know yeah. what he's talking about. Cause yeah. I'm like, God, we're on the same page. Andre <laughs> yeah. on the same page. What about the next track? Where are my Where panties? Are my panties. My notes say L O L O L O L O L because I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Did you like listen, listen to this and, like you know, they're they're the it's all what's in my head, and she's like, "Oh God, he's gonna think I'm a hoe, man." Like, I bet she thinks she's a hoe, but I like this. <laughs> I'm gonna rest my head right I'm, on her booty. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I was still, I was looking for the next Mrs. Jackson, so fresh and so oh, clean. Man. I was looking for the next, and this was just. I was feeling this. Yeah, I, might I was put this not. on next time. Me and Mrs. Barker decided <laughs> yeah. to turn the lights down in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Might turn on the love below. <laughs> yeah, track, and I get that. Track twenty six, prototype uh, two two, just a tad slow for me. It does work in the flow of things, but it was kind of slow. Track 27, She Lives in My Lap. I gave this a one. Gave it a two. I thought it was odd. Yeah. Rosario Dawson was the female singer on this. Really? Didn't know she could sing. I didn't either. She sounded pretty solid. Okay. That was kind of cool, but... And Rosario Dawson is one of my celebrity crushes. <laughs> yeah. But she could not overcome this song for me it didn't didn't quite work yeah track 28 hey y'all i gave this a four i gave it a five did you it's a yeah. mega hit it's a jam mega hit and it, it's so funky like i would have i considered giving it a four because i'd heard it so many yeah. times yeah but i just you know i was like i remember the first time i heard this song and i was just like shake it <laughs> shake it <laughs> yeah it was, it was it was a very clever track very Track 29, Roses. I gave this a four. I gave it a three. Did you? Because yeah. roses smell like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah. 
Interlude, mm. then we got Behold a Lady. I gave this a two. I gave it a two as well. It was just okay. Yeah. Track 32, Jesus, fuck. Pink and Blue. <laughs> One. Two. Just abstract as shit and weird. Yeah. Track 33, Love and War. One. Gave it a one as well. Shit's getting weird in a bad way. Yep. She's Alive, track 34. One. One. And I put a note in here, this is why double albums are not held in high regard. Yeah. Because you're just throwing too much spaghetti at the wall hoping shit will stick. Sure. I like to have some spaghetti right I would like to have some spaghetti, baked spaghetti. Giovanni's baked spaghetti. Dracula's Wedding. What the f- Where did this come from? This title know. track. It yeah. was a lot of synths. I gave it a two synthesizers two. to be specific. Then we got an interlude. Then we got my favorite things, one. which I gave a one. Yep. No thanks. Take off your cool. One. Gave it a two. I thought it was kind of cool, but mostly boring. Mm-hmm. Track 39, vibrate. One. One as well. This is getting really long in the tooth and just too odd. Sure. Track 40, A Day in the Life of Andre. One. Gave it a two, and it's barely a two. What about an overall score on this 2.59. Okay. I'm at 2.25. That's not too far apart. Sure. And I and I and my note says this proves that something great can simply be too long with too much filler. Yeah. This album had massive potential to be more than a massive seller because this is their biggest selling album. This is the creme de la creme as far as album sales go. No shit. Hey, y'all, man, that's all it takes. Really? Hey, y'all sold the shit out of this album. Yeah. Which there's more than just hey, y'all. Yeah. There's, uh, let's see, hey, y'all, the way you move. Mm-hmm. And let's see, there's a couple more I thought. I know Roses was a single. The Roses smell like poo-poo. Yeah. And there might have been some other ones. But yeah, I mean, <sighs> this... You cut this album in half and make it an actual Outcast album and not a yeah, one and one, and and it's it's got the potential to be a classic if you just cut it down. But forty tracks, yeah, it can't get to a three because there's too much abstract shit on there. So, you know, is what it is. Uh, Two point five nine isn't a terrible score for forty tracks. Right, I mean, kind of impressive for forty tracks. Right, really. Right. But then we move on to their final album. Idle Wild. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the scoring of each track, mm-hmm. neither one of us knew that this album existed. Right. Very quickly, without giving away too much, what what did you expect after hearing their two most popular albums, and then coming to an album that we didn't know was a thing? We didn't even. I didn't even know this was. I thought they quit after Speaker Box the Love Below. I knew of the Idle Wild musical. I didn't. I just knew of it. I didn't know that there was really a soundtrack with it. Beyond that, I, I didn't know. I knew nothing about any of it. Yeah, and I didn't know anything beyond the like the movie cover. And yeah. I hate musicals. Oh me too. I hate him. Not my thing at all. Yeah. Never once have I watched a musical and thought, that was fucking good. Yeah. Every time I've been like, I want to fuck. Like that and Christmas music are on the same level to me. (laughs) Yeah. Just give me my lethal injection. (laughs) Yeah. But I must say, Idlewild 
impressed the fuck out of me. Did it really? And I think it's one of the best albums I've ever heard. No shit. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm glad you are. I am lying through my teeth. Okay. Through my teeth. Track one is an intro. Track two is Mighty O. What'd you give Mighty O? I, I got thoughts on this one. I don't know why I gave it a two. <laughs> I also gave it a two. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a well-known fact or if it's ever been discussed, but Megan the Stallion absolutely ripped off this song. No shit. Because her song Body, Body Yaddy 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 Yaddy, in this song, Mighty Yaddy 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 Yaddy. No shit. What a great observation. They're both from, no wait, she's from Texas. They're from Atlanta. I was getting ready to say they're from the same area. Maybe she grew up on them. But she totally ripped off the whole yaddy 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 yaddy. Yeah, if you listen yeah. to that song again, mighty yaddy 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 yaddy. Rip off! Come on, Megan. Oh, Maybe man. she didn't. It, if she did it intentionally and then told someone, it's all good. Yeah. If you didn't say anything, shame on you, Meg. <laughs> yeah, I'd fucking pick my nose back. Love you, Meg. Right on the <laughs> toboggan. Uh, track. Next track is Peaches. Peaches with a two. Two. Rap is solid, but the rest is boring. Uh, Idle Wild Blue. Don't you worry about me. I thought this was a fun groove. I, I gave it a three. I gave it a three as well. I thought good. it was funky and good riff, and this is one of the first bluesy songs I've enjoyed hearing in a while. Okay, good. So I kind of dug that. Yeah. Infatuation interlude. Yep. In to you. I thought this is a bit, this is influenced by Prince, from my opinion. Same. Uh, I gave it a three. I gave it a two. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Morris Brown, which was a single. Two. Gave it a two as well. Can't get into it. Uh, Chronometrophobia. Two. One. The Train. Two. Two. Life is Like a Musical. Two. Two. Uh, no Bootleg DVDs was an interlude. Hollywood mm-hmm. Divorce. I gave this a two. Gave it a one. I don't know why I gave it a one. I should have gave it a zero because I put this shit's awful. Yeah. So why did I give it a one? I don't know. Why did I give it a two? I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes this shit gets confusing. Call the Law was the next track. I put one and no. I gave this a two. Didn't like it. Another interlude. Bugface. Two. Two. Makes no sense at all. Two. One. In Your Dreams. Two. Two. PJ and Rooster. What's up with the Rooster shit? <laughs> I don't know. Two. One. Mutron Angel. Two. One. Greatest show on earth. Two. One. Your beautiful interlude. Uh-huh. When I look in your eyes. One. One. Dying to live. One. One. Bad note. One. One. Overall score. Two. 1.52. Yeah. This fucking album sucked ass it was pretty bad it was, i couldn't uh, believe how bad it sucked yeah i know it was i know it was based off a movie musical kind of you know but man <sighs> you you like after putting out what i consider to be two really solid albums even sure. though one of them was 40 tracks sure you you just you got too artsy fartsy with this one you push too far. Yeah. Let's go grand. Let's go huge. Let's do motherfuckers. You went huge. You released 40 tracks on an album on the last try. Sure. Like kind of glad you quit after this one. <laughs> yeah. Hope you come back later and, and like give us 10 tracks of amazingness, but 
Man, Idlewild sucked. Oh, it, it was bad. It, it was, was really bad. There was a couple moments on it where I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But overall, it sucked. Yeah, I don't know I'm whose idea it was. And I'm not either. It was just a bad way to, uh, to end their, I don't want to say career, but just their discography. That just wasn't good. Yeah, it was almost like a, uh, it was a roller coaster ride. Well, I mean, and, and you you hear the style of of Outcast mm-hmm. on Stankonia, and then they they elaborated further on the Love Below. They got a little crazy, yeah, but they still had this style that was like, man, I have not heard shit like this. <laughs> and on Idlewild, it's like, I there was nothing groundbreaking there, right? It was like they jumped back. They jumped back a full three albums. Yeah. It was like, let's do AT Aliens again, but a little more musical. Sure. And I was like, I don't want that. Sure. That's, that's not what that's not what I wanted. That's not what I was here for. Like I was here for Stank On You Too. Oh, or yeah. yeah. you know, Speaker Box the Love way down below, the Taint edition. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that's what I was wanting. <laughs> yeah. Instead it was like fucking weird shit. I respect their musical ability because I do too. There was a lot of shit on this that on Idlewild, to be specific, that if you dig a more soothing and slower sound, you probably dug this. But they had already kind of blown my mind with some crazy shit oh, for I them was... to go in such a normal, almost Broadway show. Yeah, direction, that's a good point. That's, I, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. That's yeah. not what I want out of Outcast. Yeah, I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like it too much. I no. was uh, I was very disappointed by that. Which you gave me a warning. You know, <laughs> yeah. We talked a little bit about that. You're like, mm, don't give it too much time. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna give it some time. Yeah. So I gave it some time. Yeah. I regret that. <laughs> it was but not hey, good. That's what this is about. Now we know it is. Yeah, it is. So final thoughts on Outcast while I turn off this heater, because I don't know about you, but I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, uh, not too many hidden gems. Uh, the tracks that I was that I already knew of, man, it's just it's good shit. You know, it's what I expected, but not a lot of in between. It's a lot of love or hate. Yeah. Not much. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like what I know is good. I. I confirmed that I know is good and what I didn't know that I was hoping was good. Wasn't that good. Rosa Parks was the best thing that came out of this. Sure. Yeah. Besides what I already knew, which was stank on you in the speaker box, the speaker box love below. I was glad I revisited that. Cause I didn't remember 80% of that album. Sure. I did not remember. Sure. So it was a nice refresh. Other than that, though, it was, it was like Rosa Parks was the best thing to come out of that. And yeah. there's a couple tracks in there. You know, you said you added one to a playlist. So sure, cool. yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, you know, my feelings on Outcast is the same. Mm-hmm. I still think they're innovators. I still think they're one of the best hip-hop groups. Maybe mm-hmm. not individual hip-hop groups. You know, they're one of the best hip-hop groups to come out of I can, all time. I can see why people enjoy them. Yes, yeah, and and I enjoy them, but sure. In in revisiting, it'll be you know stuff from those two albums that we talked about that we you know that graded a little higher than the rest. The Stank Onion Speaker Box Love Below. Mm-hmm. I will still jam some of that stuff out. Sure, 
every great once in a while, especially bombs over Baghdad. I usually give that a yearly listen. Oh yeah. Usually I'm like in my car somewhere and I'm if I'm road raging, I'm like, motherfucker, sure. if you were going a little faster, I could have made this turn. I'm like, oh, what do I do to get out of this move? Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> yeah. boom, 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 boom. That that brings me out of my bad mood. So there's that. Sure. Thank, thank you for that outcast. Sure. Andre, these these big boys still doing shit. Andre three thousand, to my knowledge, does nothing. Huh. I don't think he makes music at all. He's he was on an episode of Rick Rubin's Broken Record podcast. Okay. I know that. Other than that, I haven't heard shit out of that guy. He's making love. He's making love. <laughs> the yeah. love below. <laughs> yeah. Spread. <laughs> I really enjoy his shit. I really do. Yeah, good. Spirit animal. <laughs> good. But that Big Boy album, that thing's right up there with anything Outcast has done, in my opinion. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, that's a damn good album. Oh, it's good. I what's, the, what, what's the main track off that? I know we'll be on the same page. Let me see. Big boy album. It's got it's got like a woman's name. What is it? So Boomiverse is the album from Big Boy. Yep, 2017. 2017. Chocolate's a banger. Order of Operations is a banger. Freakonomics. Freakonomics is a banger. But that's a good track. Kill Jill. Kill Jill. Kill Jill. Is that with Killer Mike? Kill Jill with Killer Mike. That is some shit right there. It's a good I track. love Kill Jill and Chocolate. Chocolate's one of the, I've never, like, that's another mood breaker. If mm-hmm. I'm in a shit mood, I throw on Chocolate, just cash the check. Then I'm going to go and put it on Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. Chocolate. That's Chocolate. That's good. Love it. It's a good album. Good stuff. Much better than some of that weird abstract shit that was on The Love Below. Yeah. But yeah, I'm as, as usual. I'm glad we did some of this shit as well. Me too. Outcast is good. There were some people looking forward to some Outcast. Looking forward to this episode. Hopefully, we didn't piss you off too bad. Sure. By hating on some of it. Uh, hopefully, there's no one out there that's like Idlewild is one of the best albums <laughs> yeah. of all time. You know, there's one guy out there, dude. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Like what? What other? What other albums are taken from a fucking musical? Like is is the who's Tommy? Is that what is Tommy? Is that a uh, con, maybe it's just a concept album? I was thinking that was like a play or a musical or something, but I don't know that for sure. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really heard any album that was part of a soundtrack or part of a movie or part of a Broadway thing that I just Flash thought, Gordon. <laughs> case in point <laughs> yeah there's like one good song off that whole album yeah. like don't do it don't do it man like who do we love right now that's so tool if somebody approaches you about doing a fucking soundtrack album please they don't do. don't do that shit like yeah. we we have faith in you you might be able to pull it off did you see Maynard James Keenan got his brown belt? I saw that. He looks intense. Yes, he does. He looks yeah. fucking angry. He's an animal. He's a fucking animal. Yeah. But yeah, don't do not do that. Don't don't make yeah. a musical uh, fucking movie, musical soundtrack. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Soundtracks are super hit and miss. Idlewild, kind of right there with it. <sighs> Holy shit. I was just looking up some random facts. Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly. Yeah. 
was ranked number 93 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Of All Time. Number 93. Super Dupa Fly. That's crazy. That's interesting. God. That's up there. Missy Elliott's coming at you soon. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it's the next I one. I don't either. I just, I just threw it out there. But it's happening. Yeah. I feel like we were in conversation about doing someone yeah. pretty soon. I don't remember who it was. Ted Nugent? I don't think it was Ted Nugent. But you know what? I wouldn't. He's a crazy motherfucker, but oh. that dude has some jams. He's got a few jams. He's got a few jams. Stranglehold's a fucking banger. Stranglehold is. I agree. That's a banger. Yeah. I don't love Cat Scratch Fever, but Stranglehold, sure, yeah. Stranglehold's a beast of a song. It is. It My is. wife's fucking kill me. She's like, you're listening to who? I was like, Ted Nugent. She's like, don't you let him influence your mind with his fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, he's a nut. He's a little bit of a nutty motherfucker. Yeah. And we're saying that as we're streaming live in Southern Ohio. So, ha- <laughs> you know, anyone watching is like, I love Ted Nugent and Donald Trump. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just sorry. Kind of. Not really. Ted Nugent's 72 years old. It's crazier than hell still. I bet he still fucks like a banshee. <laughs> oh, I guarantee he still does. Still getting cat scratch fever. Got his boots on and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. His Justin boots with the turquoise on them. Just fucking plowing away. Nothing else on. Just American Justin flag boots. boots. American flag boots. <laughs> Fuck Q tattoo on his butt cheek. Absolutely. Oh, shit. Fuck. Thanks for joining us for That's Outcast. Right. It was, uh, I, I got to admit. Like, I, I enjoyed hearing Stankonia again. I kind of enjoyed the speaker box love below. But, man, I struggled a little bit on the rest. I was like, I'm going to mix in some Beatles. Yeah. you got to mix in some I, I get shit. that. It was a lot of, not a lot, but some of this music was just getting in my way of something that I wanted to listen to. Yes more yes that that that's exactly how i felt sure. like it was just like man like it's not that this is bad mm-hmm. but i've heard you know, there's here lately especially there's some shit that i've really enjoyed and i i don't want to be listening to this yeah yeah especially yep. idlewild like please god like, <laughs> yeah. i just want to listen to something else but that's not a detriment to outcast that's just a kind of a glowing report on how much good music we've heard in the process of doing this shit and man not to bring up old bands from old episodes but Mm -hmm. ill communication is growing on me here hardcore in the last few days okay i know me and you both we we go back to the beasties we go back oh sure you know we found these groups that we can go back to time and time again yep. and you were both on a massive beatles kick yes i am because you're watching let it be and i'm not <laughs> and you're not but i i am still listening to let it be yeah and still listening to you know beatles shit i'll just hit shuffle on it when i can't think of nothing to listen to and i just i'm happy but man it, there's yeah ill communication by the beasties like that that one's growing on me good they're one of those groups now that's like Okay, I've fucking listened to Paul's Boutique a million trillion times now. And I've listened to Check Your Head a million trillion mm-hmm. times now. And it's like, I need to listen to Ill Communication a little more. And mm-hmm. I put it on. And I'm like, oh, I'm, fe- I'm feeling this shit. Yeah, that's one I need to feeling pick up like on. like Flash Gordon. I need to pick that up on vinyl. It's good shit. Yeah. It's all good shit. Yeah. 
Hello Nasty will be next for me to give more time to because I don't love it, but maybe I sure. will sure. here soon. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, again, thanks for jamming Outcast with us. Hopefully right. you listened a little bit and had thoughts like we did. Not a lot of activity in the chat this evening. Just Wardy talking about how much he loves shoving bacon strips in his butthole. <laughs> you do you, Wardy. You do you. You want to shove bacon strips up there? You go right ahead. I understand it's delicious and delectable. I'm not going to do that with my bacon, though. We, well, let me pull this up. I don't want to, I don't want to fuck this up because I'm, ever since I got rid of my main podcasting device, I'm just a mess, but <laughs> that's all right. We'll see you guys next time. We don't know what's coming up next, but we'll announce it on social media soon. Until then, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 